and welcome to episode 12 of Booze and Phasers. I'm Audrey Kearns. I'm Claudia Dahl. And this is the podcast where we get down and nerdy with drinks in hand and share our love of science fiction. And if you guys found us on iTunes or Stitcher or on the Geek Girl Authority website, make sure you check out our network that we are a part of, which is Giant Size Team Up. Giant Size Team Up. Giant Size Team Up. Um, for other great nerdy podcasts, they're a great network to be a part of. Now, we have a super fun topic this evening that we're going to discuss. We are going to put a spin on that crazy Facebook thing that's been going around where you pick three fictional characters that more or less describe who you are. Our twist is that they have to be science fiction, fantasy, or comic characters, and at least one of them has to be a Star Trek character. The topic for this week was uh, one of our fans' ideas, Claudia, right? Yeah, uh, thank you so much. We, once again, Claudia forgot how to pronounce her name. We think it's Talina. Talina. Talina Morrison, please correct us again if we got it wrong. Uh, You can find her on Twitter at Lynn Minx, which is L-Y-N-M-I-N-X. She tweeted us the challenge of using at least one Star Trek character, so that's going to be a lot of fun. But before we get to that... We have some guests with us. First off, uh, I know there's actually other people in the room with us right now, Claudia. Did you know that? No, I was fully involved with myself. (laughs) I love it. Just like uh, my dog Scout right now is fully involved in- With his balls. Exactly. Always. He's very- God, he loves his balls. (laughs) And speaking of the uh, guests, that voice you just heard- is, uh, I don't know, what, three-time guest, four-time guest, Brian Bradley? I think this is going to be four. Tom Hanks four. of our podcast. The Tom Hanks of our That's podcast. Right. The Paul Simon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for joining us again, Brian, for, for coming down the hallway into this room. <laughs> it's my pleasure. As always, I live here. Yeah. And, um, You're always around. Why not? Why not uh, be in here if yes, I live here? absolutely. And our other guest is a good friend of ours, Mr. Paul Feldman. He's a writer. He's absolutely fascinating. Super nerdy and very oh. funny. Hi, Paul. How are you? I'm uh, wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for being here. Happy to come down uh, Burbank Boulevard. <laughs> hey, I came down Burbank Boulevard. What we're saying is the the guest situation here is how easy Based is it to get location. here? Get yeah. to our house. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to our uh, sponsor, Devotion Vodka. We are all drinking Devotion Vodka cocktails. Thank you for the yes. sugar-free, gluten-free American made. American made. American um, made. Uh, oh, we should not talk that about Russian it. stuff. Oh, we sorry. Should... It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> uh, I think everybody will <laughs> agree. Too. <laughs> uh, we should talk about the drinks we made. Yeah. Um, I, well, I made um, something called the Andorran Antenna Twister. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I use the Devotion Black and Blue Vodka with some blueberry lemonade and some Sprite, and it is pretty dark. I want to be on a beach with yeah. it. Well, it's still hot as balls out in Los that's Angeles when it's fall, so we could go to a beach. Just like um, those Andorian women. It's true. <laughs> hot as balls. Susie uh, Claxton, If you like right? antennas. <laughs> Andorian balls. Um, I made something uh, after my girl, Tatiana Maslany. I'm calling it the Maslany Mule. <laughs> Love um, it. Yeah, and it's uh, the coconut devotion vodka, a little ginger beer, a little bit of lime. That's great. And we'll have these recipes up on the website. If you guys go to geekgirlauthority.com, put in booze and phasers in the header and go to episode 12, and uh, we'll have these recipes up for you. And if you go through all our episodes, actually, we have probably, what, about 25? We have drinks for y'all in the May. 25 if you recipes like nerdy drinking, yeah. Yeah. this is really a spot. <laughs> this is this is your nexus of nerdly drinking. If you yep. like nerdy drinking and waking up in the British Navy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know oh, what that means. I don't know what that means, but look. <laughs> but you really laughed at it because it was surprising it was things to say. Because that is comedy. Comedy is surprise. That's right. We learned that. <laughs> what are you guys drinking? 
Well, they had a sip of ours and then they went to something else. Yeah, just very, very, it's very simple. I can speak for both of those if you like. You may speak for me. Uh, we are drinking uh, Bullet Rye whiskey. They're not a sponsor. You don't have to name their their brand. No, they're not. Yeah. Until they sponsor us, darn it. Bullet We're drinking rye. a rye whiskey <laughs> uh, with some ice and a little uh, soda water. Excellent. Yeah. What's wow. it called? It's called Getting It Done. Okay. And, uh, Super yeah. sci-fi. I'm having mine with a. Uh, I'm currently finishing a course in antibiotics. So, oh, uh, oh no! So uh, it's actually you it's know a it's, it's a bullet rye with an antibiotic sidecar, which I will call a oh, warp Jesus. nacelle. A warp nacelle. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Not supporting it. That's fantastic. Oh no, you're not supported. You have to leave. I'm not coughing on anything. Uh, <laughs> you are coughing though. I'm fine. I've just noticed it now and become terrified. <laughs> Don't be. It's fine. It's an enclosed room. space. I yeah. know. Did y'all ever see that movie, The Stallion? <laughs> oh. Mm. No, wow. no, 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 Hideous. M-O-O-N. That <laughs> spells pandemic. All right. All right We're sorry. going forth now. Yeah. Yeah, we have some social media shout outs that we want to um, um, shout out. That sounds um, good. That's a good idea. <laughs> As you do. Uh, uh, let's go. We have a couple of new followers. Uh, I think you guys met uh, at Ta- Tunnels Podcast at Dragon. Yes, Con. yes. Those guys were great. It's a great serialized uh, fiction podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for following us, Hammond at J Hammond C. Yep. Um, at Mister Mysterio, which I really like that handle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at Christian with a K or at Chris Crest Jun. What is it, Christian? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like the pick K. It, pick it. Pick it. Pick one. Um, thank you guys for following us. And of course, uh, as always, at Puck Nighty, thank yes. you for your interaction. It's so awesome. And you make you make social media so much fun. She does. And so does uh, ZP International. ZP International. Um, who oh, gave us really the gift at Dragon Con of yes. booze and this awesome new Star Trek The Nest Gen- Generation book full of classic That's quotes. Awesome. So thank you. And I found out that his name is Todd. Hi, Todd. Uh, yeah, so we actually had a lovely drink. It was fantastic. Oh, Ed Inc. says... Also. At Inc? At it? Inc. Yeah. Oh, Hello, oh Inc. says. Okay. INC says. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you, guys. So we I should- want to say this about ZP International, who I met. I'm so sorry. Is that he is a delight because he showed up to have a drink with us. And um, I said, hey, how was your day? And he looked at me and he goes, well, it started with a Jaeger bomb. Which Which to me is my Dragon Con quote of the. It's so (laughs) Dragon Con. Someone needs to do like a fear and loathing at Dragon Con. Oh Oh my my god! All right, I'm so sorry. Oh, that's all right. I think actually, since you're talking, are we ready for our toast, Claudia? Yeah, let's do a toast. Well, no, no. Brian came up with a brilliant toast. So, well, geez, that's a high standard. (laughs) But we're good. Well, darling. Well, here we are. It's a little bit of a riff on an Irish toast. With a Star Trek bent. Are you ready? Glasses are raised. Glasses, Glasses raised. Are, are raised. May the Vulcans respect you. And the Borg neglect you. <laughs> May the Enterprise protect you. And Starfleet accept you. <laughs> that is amazing. Here, here, here. I was that is actually Cheers. awesome. Okay, we have to reach over. Cheers. Chin. I don't know if I can Cheers. watch. Oh man! Thanks for. We'll, we're going to have to post. Paul. We're going to have to post that one because I think that that, that maybe awesome. that may be my new. We'll, we'll have to let Mike McCafferty know because he's always doing oh. the, the was it Talnia? Yes. Or, or something. Oh um, yes. Oh, we did it on the rocks. Yes. That oh, will be on by the, the way, real quick. Real quick, before we go any further, I want to spend a minute on on the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. Claudia and our former guest, 
Mike McCafferty went down to Vasquez Rocks. <gasps> Not just the two of us. Oh, no, it, wasn't just it, wasn't, it wasn't like... <laughs> to be clear. We're both, we're, both, we're both taken. It was total friendship. No, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, he just he threw out the invitation and I, and I took it. I like hiking and I like Star Trek and I was like, let's do it. I didn't know anybody else. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It was actually really freaking cool. We reenacted... <laughs> Some scenes. <laughs> I love it. TOS, and we all got it. Like we all got to take stills of ourselves and costumes and playing various characters and stuff. And then, um, and then we hiked up and we did a podcast there. We found this little nook. And, and is this Mike's? Um, I just want to talk about Star Trek. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's his yeah. podcast. It's his yeah. podcast. I um it and it was just really cool um to talk about Star Trek. Yeah. I didn't know anybody else, but we had all of that in common. Well, that's so but, cool but, but that you Do were people with... know uh, our listeners? A lot, some of them may, may not know about Vasquez Rocks. It's the Mount Sinai oh, yeah. for nerds. Yeah, I mean, they've it shot is, so much there. You know, they've shot several... Uh, original series. I think famously series. the Gorn The Gorn episode. We reenacted that. We had a Gorn mask. <laughs> we did an all-female... Yeah, we... Um, uh, but you know they've shot a ton of stuff there. They've shot some of the movies there. They've shot other shows there, and so it's just a really kind of magical. That's scout. That's scout. scout, stop it! Kind of stop a really it. magical place. And I was actually surprised there weren't any other nerds. Tra- Star Trek. I was about to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Pilgrims. No, like, there weren't. Wow. It was just us. I mean, but I think it's so tennis. cool that we wanted to go. Uh, we 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 unfortunately could not attend. We okay. had uh, right, previous scout. engagement. Okay, uh, we went to see Rite of Spring yeah. at the Hollywood Bowl. Not One of my favorite ballets, actually. Well, they weren't doing ballet. the ballet. They weren't. It was just yeah. it was just the uh, L.A. Uh, Phil, but doing it. But uh, but 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 I really wanted to be there. We saw your pictures from there. And for those who haven't seen Vasquez Rocks, Google it because yeah. we we've actually visited there with our daughter and our dog, and it is one of those really fun, weird California mm-hmm. places. Because aren't the rocks? They're at a weird like they're at a weird angle, crazy but they're angle, smooth, and they're easy yeah. to hike. And yeah, you kind of go not, up a yeah. At a at an easy angle yeah, up the side yeah. of this and weird tell, uplifted I mean, rock. The, these rocks are just jutting out, probably because of tectonic shifts and stuff like that. Yeah, but they are amazing. And I'll say this: I don't know if I'm the only one that felt this, or have you been there, Paul? Uh, no, but okay. I know what it looks like. Or, or Brian or, or Claudia felt this. I mean, when you're there, it is pretty. It feels like a holy place. It does. Yes. And you think about the people that have stood on that ground. Yeah. Because it, it seems really very like... ancient. Very famous yeah. um, uh, Hollywood film set, yes. not just for Star Trek, but Westerns, other places. a lot All of Westerns. Of, yeah. were, were... And then even, I think, back in the day, Vasquez Rocks was like a place for hideouts for, like, uh, a, you know, Bandits and robbers, because it's yeah. a weird sort of anomaly in the desert. It's, it, this, this rock coming out of the ground, uh, sort of out of nowhere, mm-hmm. yeah. at a very strange angle. I think also, I don't know if it was the same for you guys. <clears throat> Are you a California native, Claudia? No. Okay, because when I first moved here, I never realized how much... I think just because uh, for where we are culturally right now or whatever, Southern California, for the most part, is kind of like ground zero for storytelling in our culture in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I never realized how much, like, the topography of Southern California was, like, in my brain yeah. from just movies. So right. it's like, because now you yeah. watch old TV yeah. shows, it's like, MASH doesn't look like Korea anymore. Oh, yeah. It's like, it looks like Malibu. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Go. Yes. Exactly. And how many commercials or movie scenes do you see down at Point Doom where it's like, oh, there's that, that 
cliff off of uh, mm. near Zuma Beach which and everything. Is I it, so yeah. wish, we, we have so this thing we do. D-O-O-M, but it's not spelled that way. <laughs> no. No. I wish it were. I think point it's doom. probably it's probably supposed to be spelled. I mean, Dumay. Dumay. It's, I think it's but French. No, no American no, would say. It, no, no. We, it's point and certainly no one from Texas would no. say Dumay. Hell no. Um, but the, but I, I I do we do this all the time when you're when you're in California you watch TV. We did this the other night watching a show, which I'm not going to diss, but I'm also not going to. Um, suggest you watch um, is the last ship. Um, okay, <laughs> haven't even heard. Not that. a terrific it's show. Our, it's our guilty pleasure that but, we watch in bed. But you know, it's a sort of like dystopian, like pandemic show, and it has McDreamy from uh, um, Grey's Anatomy on it. And okay. anyway, it's at some point St. Louis there's becomes two. The, there's one that's I never watch a show. There's a McDreamy and there's a McSteamy. Um, who's, who's Eric Dane? McDreamy. Okay, Dreamy. So you got Dempsey it. is a mixed So, so, so the, the new capital of America <laughs> has become St. Louis. And what it is is us going, we're watching it, and we just very lazily will call out the places. And we're like, Culver Studios. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the Culver Hotel. They have like this new, it's like, you know, this kind of like apocalyptic thing happens, and there's a new White House that's supposed to be in St. Louis. We're like, oh, that's the Culver Studios. We used to live near It's gone with the Wind Mansion in Culver Studios. One of the X-Files are like, we're in Denton, Texas. And I'm like, that's Palmdale. It's like, come on, man. All right. right. Uh, We're already running behind, guys. (laughs) Already. All right, sorry. Okay, well, we're going to talk about news now before we get to our topic. Um, So (laughs) We should should do a segment. (laughs) Matt, That's... sound producer, get on that. Um, the biggest... That wasn't the news, was it? Anyway. The biggest Star okay. Trek news in the last couple of weeks was that the premiere of Star Trek Discovery, which is supposed to be in January of 2017 on yeah. CBS, and then it was going to be moved to CBS All Access, has been pushed back four months to May 2017. Now, the news is that the creative team requested this, not CBS, and here's what uh, the executive producers, Alex Kurtzman and Brian Fuller, said in a statement. I'm going to read the full statement. We aim to dream big and deliver. That means making sure the demands of physical and post-production for a show that takes place entirely in space and the need to meet an air date. um, That doesn't seem like proper grammar. Okay. Don't result in compromised quality. Before heading into production, we evaluated these realities with our partners at CBS, and they agreed. Star Trek deserves the very best, and these extra few months will help us achieve a vision we can all be proud of. Um, So... Do we call bullshit or we do? Yes. Thanks, Obama. Yes. So, Brian, you have experience as an executive yeah. producer. Why do you call bullshit? Well, because it costs money. So, so when you push back the date of something, um, that costs money to the corporation who makes the show, and you know they don't do that um, typically out of the goodness of their heart. They're forced usually into that mm-hmm. situation. So, um, I don't know what's going on with it. I have no idea. This is complete supposition, but if I had to guess, there's probably reshoots and things like that, well, or they got they- behind possibly in the writing and in the shooting, and they needed extra time to add on, and that happens all the time. So it could could be not terrible, you know. But from yeah. my knowledge, I mean, this could change in the last couple of weeks. They still hadn't even cast the lead. Well, that's why I found interesting. They well, have pro- maybe that has to well, do they, with you know, it. They you know haven't I mean? cast- maybe they can't find that lead. You know, J- January is. That's, that's January. Fast. We're if you don't at have the your lead. Actor? We're at, exactly. We're at the end of February. Uh, excuse me, February. We're at the end oh. of September. You're already. I'm going to say something oh. about this. <laughs> February is now my new favorite month. <laughs> <laughs> February it combines be, fall and winter. Yeah, it's, fantastic. it's beautiful. <laughs> God, 
God, I wish I, if, I miss February. I am when, scheduling everything I want to put off for February. <laughs> February eighth. Wait, wait, see when you say February out loud, it makes me think of a clue game, the yeah. board game, like from really? Parker Brothers. There, there's like a hallway, or there's a, a shortcut that we can take from September to February. Oh, yeah, if we, we want to miss, we we'll go through the February to, to see what's happening in half. You a year. are fully free associating. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I am, but I, actually, I love your head. I love where your head's at. Well, I agree with Claudia. Think about it. if you don't have. Your your lead character and remember this show. I mean, he even mentions they even mention in their statement it takes place in space, so you can't chintz on the um, on the, the uh, post production and the CGI and everything. True. How can they do that by January two thousand seventeen? And See, Brian Fuller's working on American Gods. I didn't know how he was doing all of this to begin with. So that made me question when they said January twenty seventeen. I was like, that yeah. seems real fast for not having. Mm-hmm. Cast it. Yeah. Um, he's working on American Gods. I don't know. It just. It, it's, it could be anything. I mean, it really. But this thing It doesn't push scare back. me. Yeah. I'm not I, afraid I would of say it. let's not get alarmed. Yeah. No. Everybody's no. going to live. Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe. I'm like, maybe. oh, shucks, because I, I, I love Star Trek and I want to see a space show, but I want it to be good. Yeah. I think yeah. what's. I was thinking about this earlier because I knew we were going to be discussing this because um, I looked at those links you said. <laughs> yeah. Homework I did. Um, but I was thinking, you know, we're, we're kind of like right now entertainment, we're saturated with reboots mm-hmm. and, and sequels and, and franchises and like, you know, a lot, it seems like, you know, in general, show business kind of has this like myopic obsession with like, you know, just creating like more of these franchises. And I was thinking about it, like Star Trek, I mean, yeah, there've been Huge gaps in it being on the air, like 20, 30 oh, years right, between right, right. original series and Next Generation. But for the most part, it's like predating all this stuff. It's been kind of like this omnipresent thing in TV. Um, so I think that uh, – I, I don't know. I just kind of think that it's it's interesting that you know, with all the other kind of more recent stuff, uh-huh. even, even Star Wars, which really kind of blipped out for a while. Absolutely. Uh, Star Trek yeah. is kind of like – it's always been there in one form or another. And I think it is it is the steady one there. You know, you yeah. know, there's like you said, there, there's been these big gaps. There's always one I could go watch. Well, it, it's you know? yeah. And I think unlike Star Wars, it's like, well, I guess Star Wars are kind of starting to build the universe out more. But yeah, they're Star- going way past. They, yeah. they just said way past 2020. Yeah. Star Wars films. The pressure must be crazy, too, because, you know, not only is it a new chapter in the Star Trek um world which you know to people like us seems momentous but maybe for the rest of the world is a, a little less momentous mm-hmm. you know um yeah, but 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 truly so from an entertainment <laughs> entertainment star trek the moment the laser swords <laughs> oh, no no grandma man, it's not oh well i'm not interested in it. is barney miller still on no they they um what I, about fish you remember fish oh he was so adorable for an elder gentleman i will send I did not finish my point. I just want to say this really quick. But I, okay. I, I won't say that I do think that start that this is very um intense for CBS because they're launching their their uh pay streaming service on this mm. on the back of Star Trek. Right, right. You know. Well, here's wow. the thing. Um right. here's the thing on that um do you think this is going to affect CBS all access because this was supposed to be their big 
you know, they're, they're one of their first huge original properties. Evidently, I didn't know this till I read an article that there's a Good Wife spinoff. Yeah, that they're with Christy yeah. Baranski. But, yeah, but but, but that it's not like those. It's not, it doesn't quite have the no. That doesn't have the numbers no. that fans do. But it's gonna do. be good though. It's gonna be so, great. I love her. Two ways to look yeah. at this. Yes. CBS All Access is probably disappointed that they're not going to get that big flood of users in January because Correct. those people are going to wait. But at the same time, this also gives. CBS All Access four more months to get their shit together. Yeah. You know, to get more content and everything. Because they're trying to compete with Netflix that just said that they have, what, 70 new properties coming their way. And right. CBS All Access hardly I has think any. it's like th- this is probably all of those things. It's probably like maybe they haven't found the lead. Maybe there's some – could potentially be some disagreement between the writing staff and – what the executives uh, want for the show, and and all of that, and because it's so much is weighing down on the on this the back of this show to bring people into the new service, you know they're like it's cheaper to take a beat, mm-hmm. and even though it costs more than yeah. it, than, than it is to. You know, yeah. I'll just go push forward yeah. and have it not work. The most dangerous, I know it's going to, like you said, cost more, but I think it's a good risk because the most dangerous thing you can do to Star Trek fans is give us a bad show. Oh, yeah. It need, they need to put more time into this. I, I, and so. again, this may be controversial, but it's like Enterprise. You know, Enterprise, mm-hmm. many people love it. It's, it's controversial in the Star Trek world. But I think generally speaking, people think, oh, I wish they'd taken a beat and – thought through some of the elements of Enterprise, um, which I think was rushed on the back of, of Voyager right. to keep something on TV. And um, and was and it was a and great it idea. Turned but out to be a failed experiment. A failed you know? experiment yeah. in some ways. So I think it's smart. I'm glad they're doing it. And, and I, it, trust, yeah. I trust Mr. Fuller. Mm-hmm. I do. I do too. And I've said that over and over again. Yeah. So is Claudia on, on Booze and Phasers mm-hmm. is that we, in, in Brian Fuller, we trust and Brian Completely. Fuller, we trust. And on that note, we have one more piece of news that Claudia is going to cover. Well, I mean, I don't know if everybody saw the Emmys that just happened, but it was so so exciting for me to see Tatiana Maslany finally win. She hadn't been nominated in so long. If you haven't seen Orphan Black, it's it's an amazing show. And even the the episodes that maybe aren't as great or whatever, you have favorite seasons. Yes. She's always so good and does such an amazing job and if anybody deserved it she did and I was Agreed. so she happy she won yeah absolutely yeah. deserves it hence the uh, Maslani <laughs> Maslani mule, mule. Um, cheers to you Tatiana yes, Maslani so, so before we get to our next two segments I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to our one of our other sponsors Loot Crate thank you so much for sponsoring us um, uh, Loot Crate is like getting Christmas every month You, it's a subscription service you get a present every month in the mail. You open it up, and there's up to six different toys and gifts in there that you can enjoy. And this month is October, so if you guys get on it uh, before October 19th, you can get part of their horror subscription box. They're going to have um, special items um, from The Walking Dead, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th. Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween. And if you're listening to it at this at some other time, don't worry that you didn't get in on the October deal because every month you get a new box of things that were designed especially for Loot Crate subscribers. And if you go to lootcrate.com, I don't know why I'm having such trouble. I think it's the, the I think you're doing terrific. You, you do. It makes me want to get Loot Crate. I'm going to tell you that much. <laughs> I'm thinking about going to lootcrate.com right, right now. now. That's a fact. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you guys for, <clears throat> for, for, for helping me with that. If you go to lootcrate.com forward slash giant size team up oh and you guys subscribe to Loot Crate, you get a couple dollars off and then we get to still do this podcast for you. So please enjoy the toys. Help us out. And like I said, great stuff. I One of my favorite things I got from Loot Crate was a Ready Player One novel. Ooh, like a nice. whole novel. And then also an Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. exclusive badge. Remember when Pat Oswald was... Um, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and he was con- constantly talking about lanyard. Everyone needs a lanyard. You yeah. got an exclusive lanyard. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that's what Loot Crate could do for you. LootCrate.com forward slash giant size team up. I got through it. Claudia, it's time for Shatner. It's time for Shatner tweets. Shatner tweets. <laughs> I don't have it in me. I'm so tired right now. Sorry, guys. Um, so there were a couple of uh, tweets that I um, uh, discovered um, he had some information for us. This is a good one. Um, Cody Decker at Decker6 asks... Asses? Asses? Um, Asses. Um Hey, at William Shatner, serious question. Can a Starfleet uniform be considered formal wear? Because I have huh. a dinner to attend tomorrow. Hmm. <laughs> Shatner says, Starfleet has formal uniforms. You cannot wear duty uniforms. Good answer. He's right. He said yeah. duty. I know. I, I said duty. I was, that's a, that's what I took from it. I went uniforms. Mm-hmm. I, like, lo- I would love to see his duty uniform. He, he served that one up on a silver platter yeah. for everybody. I don't want duty on a silver platter. But if I'm going to get duty, I would like it on nice, <laughs> nice serving uh, wear. Yeah. Um, Michelle Anderson uh, tweeted, At William Shatner, do you still have a place out here in Iowa? I don't know. Does that? I don't know. Do Iowans have a little accent? I don't know. Brian's from Iowa. He could tell you. No. <laughs> We're actually known for not having an accent. I just threw in my Texas Almost completely accent. no accent. He goes, Iowa, you are confusing me with a television character. Sure. You could just say. No, okay. I don't. Kirk, Kirk, no, Kirk was born Kirk. in Iowa. Yeah. 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 Instead of a television, we, do you think she was trying to be funny or was she? I don't. I, I, I don't. It really. Know. He's he's a grumpy older gentleman. So that's how you Let's feel. Let's never he forget. Is. Anyway, come on this show. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for you. Um, Kathy Lee Gifford what? tweeted what at William Shatner crossing the streams. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh my god! I think of Kathy Lee. Not anyway. Okay. I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> I thought of her streams. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, what? What? She drinks a lot of wine. She drinks a lot of wine. Would you rather think of Kathy Lee's streams or Hoda's? I oh, think I they do Hoda. cross their streams, and yeah. it's a mess. <laughs> That's my feeling. Hoda is pretty cool. Though. She pretty goes, uh, you are awfully <laughs> adept at those emojis. You still got it, buddy. And oh, he, he knows himself. He goes, when you are as verbose as I am, you need some way to get in as many ideas in 140 characters. What? He knows himself. Do you <laughs> think he's just laying in his bed? And <laughs> a and a Hugh Hefner robe? Is it a, so, he could it's open a little yeah, bit though because yeah, yeah. he lost the tie. Yeah. How about a v- so <laughs> so it's just open. He's by himself in I what do you think boxers, boxer briefs? I'm thinking nothing. Oh, nude, full nude. You yeah, think he's nude. letting How about, all uh, out? Oh, wow. That is a confidence <clears throat> move right there. That is a confidence move because I was thinking of uh, full uh, nude. What about That's like 80s Adidas athletic shorts? Athletic shorts? Oh, yeah. nice. No underwear though, commando. No, but tube socks. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just holding his phone up uh, and he's just he's just tweeting his from his back. <laughs> well, I think he has, I don't know if I agree with any of your wardrobe choices, but I do oh. think he always has a 
big, not a glass, but like a tumbler full of red wine. A tumbler? <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's like all the way up. I think he has... A Tupperware full of red wine. <laughs> I think it's like one of those goofy margarita glasses from a shitty Mexican restaurant. Yeah, like from Senor like, Frogs. Yeah, like yeah. a fishbowl. Like he's got a novelty margarita well. glass full <laughs> of red wine. No, I think, but that doesn't hold that much wine. You need. It honestly to, doesn't. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of girth to it, but not yeah. a lot of uh, yeah, length. Depth. Depth. Anyway, Claudia, any oh, more shadow tweets? I just got sickened by Claudia. <laughs> my glasses are fogging up. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's no, not it. I've never heard girth and depth together. <laughs> but it tracks. It tracks. All right, guys. Oh, Paul, no, Ryan. Here we go. We're Claudia and I are going to now enter the topic. Excellent. Oh, my God. Enter the. You guys need music for each enter of these. Enter the yeah. topic. Enter the topic. We're entering the topic. Ooh, right. that's a, maybe you should come sing our, our. I don't. I wish I hadn't done it just now. Even <laughs> I never want to do it again. Okay, so here's we're what we're Crimson. doing right now. So we all came tonight with three characters from Gross. science fiction, fantasy, or comics that we think we relate to, and that's kind of subjective. We can relate to well, them so any and any way. Yeah. And the rule was because we don't know if we're going to get to all three. Correct. The rule was that at least one of them had to be from the Star Trek universe. So we're going to start with that one first. And my beautiful, beautiful co-host is going to start, Claudia. Um, explain why or whatever you want to explain. Well, about this I think you choice. probably were going to assume that I was going to pick don't say a it. certain character. I'm not. Say it, okay. but I'm sure everyone knows at this point. Um, oh yeah, because if you talked about this one character, every, I talk about it like every episode. Yeah, um, but I'm picking a different one. Oh, wow. snap. you're throwing it, flipping throwing the it script, flipping it, flipping it. Um, so I'm picking, um, I'm picking Tasha Yar. Oh, oh. I was just thinking in my brain. I just heard the words Tasha Yar. Oh is God, it? Let's talk to me. SP cards. Claudia, can I guess why you picked her? Sorry. Is it because yeah. in real life, you, me, and Denise Crosby once spent two that's hours a little part drunk. of that's a little drunk. part of it. Okay, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to come on our show, so don't be yes, crazy. Come on the show. Um, she liked us. She really yeah, liked us. She, <laughs> or at least we believe she did. <laughs> I want to think. And the she next day, it. I had to meet her on Hollywood Boulevard and give her her purse. She left, she left her purse. And I met her on the street. And it was very strange, but I still love you, Denise Crosby. Oh my god! Okay, love her so it. much. Well, she told I, a great story. no, I always, she yeah, she did. I no, I always connected with her, even um, and, you know, as a kid in the beginning when Star Trek Generation came on. I think it was because she, um, and something that I have in me is that I'm very protective. You know, that's true. Um, yeah. I am also quick to say, "Let's go fuck this person up," and somebody is also like, true. Yeah, <laughs> also true. Take it easy. Take mm-hmm. it easy. You know, um, so yeah. there are qualities about her that I really, really I could dig. totally see. Yeah, that. she's kind of yeah. Tasha Yar has has a um, a crunchy quality. Yeah, she's kind of she's feisty. Yeah, and, she's feisty. Um, she is, she's a security officer. She right. is fully, I think, that. And yeah. she's like you would make love to a robot. <laughs> I think we've all well. well that's fan fiction. Of, that's slash fiction. So, well, that's I mean. not a robot. That's not a robot. That's, that's a rabbit. That's, 
Data and Tasha. Back up. There's slash fiction about Data and Tasha Yar. Oh my god! No, there's oh an actual gosh, show about it where they have sex. No, they never no, did. No, no, that, no. that was totally fan fiction. Oh, right? then maybe it is. No, there is a the ton internet. of fan fiction. If you watch Wait, Google Trekkies, watch Trekkies. She hosts the uh, documentary, doc- tw- and they, she goes she through. She, yeah, she goes through stuff that's sent to her. It's amazing. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, there's so much Data and Tasha Yar. Yeah. Yeah. In the documentary Trekkies, there. It, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was it was a painting, but I think it was like yes. a full on velvet yes. painting. Yes. Yeah, that's of, what I was like, thinking of. Yes. Tasha and Data making love, Whoa. and they're like, yeah, and you know, like I would. Yeah, Google Watch it tonight, that everybody. Picture. Everybody, go to Google Images or if go to Tumblr and put in, in fact, Tasha we'll, we'll and Data. Give me a little red now. <laughs> <laughs> but Claudia, there are, are I, I can totally see that there are plenty of um, character traits about Tasha. I can totally see in her. You know, she's she's got this confidence yet this vulnerability, which I think you display every single day, and the the protectiveness that you're talking about. Like you're not going to let anybody mess with. With anybody else, and also um, not with anybody else. People I love, yeah. other people. Got it. Hmm. You don't care about other people. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now Vincent Rowe is back. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, who we, that's who we thought she she was going to say. Yeah. But okay, um, Brian, oh. why don't you go next? Oh, did you have? Some- no, I just had a little um, a tweet from Ed Dan. I'm just going to call you Dan. Uh, at Booze and Faith, my brother and I were always like uh, Lore and Data. Aww. He was the wild card, and I was the logical thinker. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Weren't we surprised by some. Whose tweet was it today that said that weird thing? Oh, INC says. Um, he, or, we, we asked hmm. we asked the Twitterverse and social mediaverse, who do you relate to? And this is one of the answers. Howard we got. the Duck. What? what? Let me just say, I don't. Howard the Duck, that just creep. I get a weird. I don't like that character. He gives me a weird feeling. And I know who that person oh, is. So you got some. Splain. You made me feel weird inside. You got some splaining to do. But, wh- but where? What did he say? He said, why? I keep getting caught in situations and I muddle my way through and no powers. Is what he said and about choosing how to make out with weird. Leah Thompson. <laughs> no. mm. And then, like um, what did uh, Talina, mm-hmm. who, which is the name we've chosen to call her, said that she chose? Do you guys remember Dr. Leah Brahms? Yes, I do. From the holodeck, remember Jordy? Jordy and she scientist. were like real yeah. sexual together. Yeah, she goes, um, I'm going to explain. I'm losing all kinds of nerd cred tonight. <laughs> you are fired. <laughs> um, she, I explain why I chose Dr. Leah Brahms in both holodeck and real life. She's a strong, smart, headstrong engineer. She knows her stuff, defends it, and doesn't take shit from Jordy. Yeah, I tried to be that bold. Yeah, nice. Nice. I love that. That's good. I, I love like that. that. That's a good, that's a good yeah. deep cut, and I love that character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian, you're next. So, so this is my Star Trek character? Yeah. Yes, we're doing Star Trek first. Oh, Star Trek first. Well, I think it was a, I was torn a little bit because I, I think at the end of the day, and I don't look like this guy, but I... It's the essence. It's, it's, I feel yeah. like this guy. Okay. I feel like Chakotay. Interesting. A little bit. I think Chakotay is, is like me a little bit. He's, he's he, um, a terrorist. He's a terrorist. <laughs> he's a full. He's a full terrorist. Sorry. He has a face tattoo like me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's of Native American descent like me. Oh. Wow. <laughs> you actually do look quite a bit like him now. Thanks, man. I'm sorry. Go no. <laughs> no. 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 But he's sort of. Um, 
He's sort of a little. He's a little philosophical, yes. and he's a little torn all the time, and he's a little. Um, he's in his head a little bit, and I think I've, I. I just like right. I, of all of of them, I was thinking about him. Like I also sort of like O'Brien because I could be that guy too a little bit, <laughs> a sort of drunken Irishman, but um, um operating um, the transporter a little bit. I can yeah, be that guy. I actually can totally, as your wife, I can totally see uh, Chakotay because Chakotay had this. Uh, Thoughtfulness that he put into every decision yeah. he made. He's, and, he, he's a little it's, bit in Whether his it's going to win people over or not, he would go with that decision. And um, I, I, I think you're like that. Yeah, absolutely. And he doesn't mind working for a lady. <laughs> in the Star Trek like, world. Once again, much like I, I agree, you don't mind work, working I, for me. No. As your wife. <laughs> I, like to be, I like to be around ladies. I do. I do. And, oh really? Okay. All right. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah. And then he ends up he ends up getting along with a seven of nine. Is that your what you want? That played into it. All right, guys. That played into it. All right, guys. I mean, Paul, why not? It's time to make me drinks. No, 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 no. I mean, uh, by the way, do you guys need drinks? I do actually. I, I do. Okay. Well, no, no, no. You don't. Claudia is going to go. Claudia, go first. Uh-huh. Then I'll go. No, I think that's it. That Chicote. I, I I like him. He's one of my favorite characters on Star Trek, and I I think he's I one of my like, favorites I like him too. because I just relate to his dilemma. He's to, he's torn between his principles exactly. and his duty, and he has this sense of like he wants to do the right thing, but he doesn't want to be a slave to. But he never the rules. lost sight of no. what his principles and his heart were. I mean, I made that joke about him being a terrorist, but he understood the gravity of the situation when they got to the Delta quadrant and what it meant to team up with Janeway which is I think very much like you because I know you so well you know it's doing the right thing but he never held back from Janeway in what he believed was right I mean there was so much friction between them for quite some time that's my dude you know so I I thought um if we ever decide to role play in naughty times would you get the face tattoo I'd fully get a temporary face tattoo. Well, I have to say something like there was this brief moment of hope. I mean, when you said if we ever decide to play, and there was a Star Trek role-playing game that was put up by the FASA company. I know it well. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, are they going to get a fucking campaign going? And then you said in the night, I was like, there's no way I'm involved with that. Yeah. And then it's all- um, We should get a campaign going, though. Absolutely. Audrey, you get games for, for the... For your geek girl authority, get that one. Yes, yeah. yes, I, I, I can look into that. Um, Paul, yes, guess whose turn it is. Mine. Yes. Um, all right, so I'm going. <clears throat> this might be a little bit like uh, too much of a, a radio single selection, but it it's... doesn't matter. Anything goes here at Booze and Pacers. Whatever right. you want. Uh, after careful thought, I really concluded. I think uh, Doctor McCoy is who. <laughs> oh, I oh, oh, almost did a spit take on I that did, one. I did no, I love love a lovely spit take. Um, because. I was thinking about it, like, relate, and I've been, like, noticing this. I'm, I'm actually trying to change this about myself. Like, I'm kind of getting a bit grumpy about things lately. Uh-huh. Uh, just about, like, everything. Just like, okay, it's crap. I like what I like. <laughs> you know. Um, and, and I don't like that coming out in myself, so I'm trying to kind of, like, be aware of it. But at the same time, what I love about Dr. McCoy, and I relate to it, is that while he does have, like, this grumpy veneer, he loves his friends. He loves... You know, Captain Kirk, he lo- he loves Spock, even though, you know, as grumpy, as pissed off as he gets with Spock. And he's, his dedication to his job and to the crew and to Starfleet and all that is completely not at all uh, tarnished or, or um, uh, polluted or whatever by his oh. So 
he's like he's a curmudgeon with a heart of gold, and I really connect with that. Absolutely, and he's also such a great, um, I don't know, uh, a friend. Mm-hmm. You yes. know uh, how he becomes a great friend to Spock. He's a great friend to um, Brian. Has returned with an <laughs> Brian ice. Oh, God. just came in Supplies. with an ice bucket, whiskey. Wow. And soda water. With, he came with all of it. But but I actually a scout stuff. He's that. I think he's a good balance too for Spock and Kirk. Yes. And Kirk mm-hmm. I do too. He's- and and, and uh, I think that's actually really great. I did that spit take because I was like, oh shit, yeah. Oh. Okay, so actually that just he's like the super if you wanted to break it down F- Freudian style. Yes. Uh if if Spock is the uh Spock <laughs> would be the ego. Uh-huh. No, wait. No. Yeah, the ego Kirk is the id and McCoy would be the super ego. Right? Oh, yes. my God. Stop the recording on that because that's the smartest <laughs> That's the smartest thing we're ever going to get. That's the smartest that's... thing that's ever been said on Booze and Bathers. <laughs> and with that, I take my Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Okay, on that note, since he sounded so smart, I do need to tell everybody that he's he's wearing a resistance jacket, a Star Wars resistance totally. jacket right now. He asked for something to keep him warm. Oh, listen. I forgot his sweater when I left. Oh, and so now Brian has to take credit for it being his jacket. Okay, they're making Drake. So, guys, let me tell you who I picked. And I think, I don't know how this is going to go over. Um, I, like I said, this is all subjective. And um, I was picking, I realized I started picking characters I want to be. You know what I mean? Like, I want to think I'm Janeway. I want to think I'm like her. I want to think I'm like Jadzia or something like that. You should change your verbiage because you are connecting with something that's resonating with you. So that is part of you. Me? That's why you're attracted to them. Sorry, I just came off a yoga immersion. I'm a little... Yeah, that sounds like a yoga weekend. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I... But accurate. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I so claim thank, it. Not thank you, you Claudia. It, you but I already claimed somebody else, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, wish, for fuck's sake! And I wish I wish you had said to me before that before because now I regret my choice. No. Um, so listen to the, um, so listen. Like I even like Spock, you know, because of the logical mind. But uh, so I chose I chose uh, Reginald Barkley. <gasps> Barkley. You know what? I the dog. Sort of, I, see, I see myself in Barkley <laughs> too sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me let me let me tell you why I chose Barkley. You know, because I, I know Murdoch from eighteen. Know why. Well, Claudia knows why. It's oh, true. Absolutely. Um, all right. It's Audrey space. Um, it's Audrey space. It's Audrey time. Um, so we all know I can be anxiety ridden and I can be socially awkward. And I, I can, I'm super book smart, but I have a lot of trouble relaying that to other people. I sound like an idiot when I'm trying to be smart. And Barkley loves to escape into fantasy. Granted, mm. Barkley's escaped escape was him like flirting with Troy and that kind of stuff. My escape is, is in Brian does not include me. Flirting with Troy? Making out with Troy. Yeah. Why not? Um, and why, and could it happen <laughs> if the lights were right and the evening was just exactly correct? I don't have that kind of imagination, but I do need to, I have this big need to escape into to, to literature. And I also understand, um, which I think what Barkley was trying to do in the first episode, Hollow... Oh, God, was it Hollow Escapes? I'm so sorry. I can't believe I can't remember the name of the episode. In the holodeck when he's, like, giving... <laughs> that's our dog. Giving, gave him some ice. Well, Claudia's listening to me. Giving I Riker know. and Par- Picard and everything think. the what for. Um, in my imagination, I'm always giving people the what for. Like, yeah. I, I'm super... So I get that. And I get, I get like, this, by the way. As I, your husband, I understand yeah. where you're coming from. He's in his head a lot. He's also mm-hmm. very, very smart and mm-hmm. very... Um, capable, but sometimes can't see 
how capable he is because of of some of those things. I compl- I completely think this tracks. Himself. Yeah, there's an episode and he was trying to tell that no, I saw something and yeah. the transporter. Oh, with the transported. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. They're like, no, no, no. I saw something. They're like, finally they listened to him and he yeah. goes. Exactly. And, he's and finding lives. that confidence yeah. to, 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 to tell himself. people. That's a good one. But, but yeah. also, you know, he also uh, makes huge unintentional mistakes. Well, like when, bringing when Moriarty. Died. Into the universe, and then the Great that is yeah. a small mistake. That is a small, mistake. but <laughs> here's the thing about Barkley too. I don't know if you guys remember that he was in Voyager, and it's actually kind of instrumental in bringing Voyager home. And I wrote this down. I'd like to think that one day I could be a hero with my OCD, just like he was a hero when he obsessed with bringing Voyager home, and he did. Oh, good. You, you know, and so, so anyway, that's that's why I ended up at the last minute choosing uh, a Barclay. I think it's genius. Yeah. That's excellent. I like yeah. it. I think that was an incredible round. Yeah. and that was real uh, so, so, so Much better than most of the Facebook ones I've seen. Where, where oh, my, you're not my talking fa- about our face. The, the, the one where you choose three, three people to be your things. I just think it's a wild thing because... It's actually kind of fascinating when you look on Facebook and you see what people choose as their three characters. They often choose things they would l- like to be, which is sort of not the stated thing. You know, they, it's, it's not so much what they are. So people's awareness of themselves, I think, is a little bit... Uh, I looked into the darkness and posted my shadow self. That's you did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> who, who are you? you, you uh, the Grim Reaper, Eddie from Iron Maiden. Oh, I should have picked Eddie oh, from wait, Iron wait. Maiden. No, no, no. no. We can't talk about what Paul picked in case um, he chooses one of these oh, for the next see. round. Our next round is any science fiction, fantasy, okay. or comic book character. Paul, let's start with you. What what character did you uh, – give us a character. This is not just Star Trek. Anything. Any sci-fi. But in genre. In genre. Yeah. In genre. genre. Yeah. <clears throat> um – Man, okay. Woo, I have a nerd dilemma right now because I picked uh, the two remaining. I don't know which one. Okay. Um, Name them both and then... Okay. The two I picked were uh, Rod Serling introing and outroing Twilight Zone episodes. <laughs> okay. And uh, the other one is uh, Clytus from Flash Gordon. Clytus. Clytus. <laughs> Not because I feel he represents me, but just because... Um, it's so funny in Flash because Flash Gordon, which we could, I could go on for days about. Truly, uh, one of the things I love—I've heard you. It's happened. <laughs> uh, uh, but the supporting cast in that movie—you have all these amazing, like heavyweight English actors, yeah. and like they're bringing like these Shakespearean archetypes to this goofy movie. And I love like Peter Wingard is like uh, that's the guy who played Clytus. Yeah. Um, Behind the gold mask. Behind the gold mask. And he's just like this like powdered wig sadist. He's just like this yeah. deciding like. Yes, have the have the earth woman this, oil. This public school evil like the best. blue-blooded British meanie. He, no matter to whom the trail may lead, he's the best. <laughs> I love him. And Interesting that you choose Clytus because he is uh totally evil. Yeah, he's the opposite of me. I would not You're say not that. totally evil. No. But you kind of something Mostly in him Mostly evil. There's something in him that you dig. Yeah, I, I just like the refinement of him. I think he's uh, as a character. He's, he's precise. He's yeah, and he's very sophisticated. You know, that's fantastic. General of the Imperial Secret Police. That's an impressive title. Wow. Okay, I, I like that. I like I like going to the Flash Gordon universe. Well, I will go there as well. Are you Are you saying that you're going next? If you would like me to, I say I'd like you to. Um, Scout, stop here. licking Claudia's so, jeans. Why is he licking her jeans, not her feet? She, he's licking. probably. Oh, because of your dog. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to tell why a dog licks jeans. Um, <laughs> soaked him in acid. I, I, I would say... Um, Just the edges. <laughs> for those who don't uh, know me in the real world, 
I am a man of sub substantial size. Um, I'm 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 a I'm a girthy, thicky guy, and I've always I was also an actor for a long You're time. You're a sexy guy. No, well, there you go. God bless you. But I I I I've played a lot of like kings, or you know what I mean, like Oberon and Midsummer Night's Dream or something like that. So I love uh, Prince Voltan. From oh. <laughs> Brian Blessed, uh, from I feel like that's my spirit animal. Yeah, he's he's got everything that I I, I feel like I live in this. I live his truth. <laughs> I really do. He's merry. He's um, he's he's wants to party. He wants everyone to have a good time. But he's also ready to like fucking throw down. And I I feel that's my life. He's joy personified. He's plus he's a big dude. Strapped in like um, you know leather <laughs> leather straps across Wait a him. Are you, are you trying to tell me you wish you were wearing leather straps? And I just like him that he's like I don't give a a motherfuck. I love that he gooses Dale Arden casually, like yeah. just like as he's like explaining how he's gonna. And he has my favorite quote of all time, which is, is Hawkman dies. <laughs> <laughs> Which I know is one of Paul's favorite quote of all time. That is one I, of the greatest moments in cinema. If you I, if you disagree with me, you're a monster. You're I will say this: you're a human there, monster. There, there are times you would have killed Jesus if you were there. Brian and I have been together for 24 years, and there are many times. I can't tell you how many times it happens a week, not a month or anything, where I say, "Brian, can you say Hawkman dive?" Yes. And everything. And that's one of the things, uh, Paul Feldman and Brian and I are actually uh, we've been friends for a long time, and one of the things that cemented Paul and I's relationship is when we found out that we loved i remember one night like late at night paul we were just texting each other back and forth just different <laughs> quotes and we were yeah. looking them up because there was really oh, like no. rat-a-tat-tat-tat-tat we're coming you know well i know your favorite one go flash go no <laughs> that is my favorite quote. the other one you've all always told <laughs> oh, me yes flying <laughs> blind on a rocket cycle <laughs> yeah that's my other point well <laughs> But given a double bird a second chance <laughs> with a homing beam. <laughs> you gotta love him. Oh Such my god. Era. It just takes me back to yes. a certain point of yes. time. I, I saw Flash that. Gordon in the movie theater. I didn't. I think that's amazing. Did you, Paul? Yes, I did. My parents I took did me. not. I found out. I told Audrey. I love every second of it, by the way. When Audrey had me on Neil Before Odd, I had just found this out. Flash Gordon was released on my birthday. What? Oh, happy birthday. I am con- Spiritual connection. That's man. why you have a spiritual... Cheers. Okay, we're going to move on. I'm spilling whiskey on my jeans. Spilling whiskey on your jeans? <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, Brian... Paul, I will, I will say this. Paul turned me on to the Brian Blessed alarm clock, <laughs> which you can get on your oh, on man. your iPhone. It's the best. And, <laughs> and he's like, you're going to love this. It's Brian Blessed, blessed quotes. Breasted? Breasted. Waking you up. I'm getting it. It's, it's the booze portion of booze and phasers. Um... Waking you up, so you could set an alarm, and it would be just quotes from Brian Blessed films, you know. And so it was. I remember I had like, oh, it's so funny. I listened to the quotes. I'm like, I'm not really going to use this, but somehow I had said it, and the same thing happened to me the same night in the middle of the night. Brian Blessed is like, wake up, wake up, and my wife's like, what? The fuck is that? We downloaded it on the same day, and I think I had the same default on mine, and the exact same thing happened in my house. 
With the wife yelling, <laughs> my wife was not and, and everything. I had right. to delete it. We are already, uh, like I said, we're 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 running from behind. So we're we're, definitely, we're, we're, warp, uh, we're, we're at warp uh, ten here. We're, we're definitely no, no. We're gonna do this. We're gonna we just do got the, passed by. We're gonna do the second. Show. I'll I'll go next, and then Claudia will go. So, um, team, yeah. For for my next person, I think as we all did, like like. You were saying, Paul, Rod Serling, you know, you didn't know who to pick. I went through a few for this one. Like, I, I was thinking Zoe Washburn yes. from, from Firefly. I just love her, you know, I, strength and her commitment and, of course, her height. Right, Claudia? Yes, always. You know, and then um, one of my favorite um, characters that really resonated with me of all time in literature was um, Eowyn. From Lord of the Rings. Uh, yes. More in the book than in the movie. She's but then, totally you. So I was going to go with Eowyn. And then I did a last minute change just like I did with Barkley and I went with Ellen Ripley. Oh. Yeah, and, and, and once again, Claudia can understand this with me. Th- there's the height thing yeah, of Sigourney sure. Weaver and everything. But there's also like um John Scalzi, who is a incredible uh science fiction writer. Come on this show. Yeah, John Scalzi, we love you. Yeah. Uh, okay. What is the he farts. Did he fart? Yeah, he always farts he in the middle of this podcast. He farts hasn't done canonist. that for like five episodes. He's finally oh, back. No. It's outrageous. So sorry. He doesn't like that I chose... And he knows it. Look at his Look face. At his. He's oh. ashamed. He's ashamed. So uh, I would be too. Oh my That's God, great. it just hit me. Okay, so John Scalzi said about Ellen Ripley, she's not a sidekick, arm candy, or damsel to be rescued. And it's not that I think, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. I'm not those things. But seriously, I'm just not those, not those things. Um... There's a thing about Ellen Ripley about being put into a situation mm-hmm. that makes you become who you are. And I've noticed throughout my life I'm put mm. in situations that make me act a certain way. Like um you were talking about this with Tasha Yar, Claudia about you know being protective of people you love, you know. Like I'm unfortunately I'm the last person I'm protective over, but you you mess with my, my, my stepdaughter, you mess mm. with my husband, you mess with my friend. It's not a mama bear thing. It's I will go through everything to protect you, them. Before You I are my- deeply, deeply, profoundly stubborn. Like when you have an I, – I could see the Ellen Ripley in it. In yeah. She, she's, she's in a way very, very focused and stubborn. She doesn't move mm. off of her point. And I can see that in you. Uh, yeah, and, and she's also, if you in the first movie, Alien, you, you see that she's an incredibly competent part of the team. She does her job well. And that's always what I've done in my life. Anybody, anywhere I've ever worked, corporation, otherwise, it's like I was always a good part of the team, which is what she was. But then she was put in this extraordinary circumstance, which she made, did what needed to be done. You know, and, and the thing that resonates the most with me is in Aliens, the second one, the picture with her holding Newt. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I get that. I get well, everything she did with Newt. That's, and that's, that's one of the yeah. big things that I love about her is that she is so vulnerable. And it's not that she's never scared. She's scared and you see it. But because of her character and because she she is a strong person – she makes she makes it through, yeah, and she gets through it, totally. you know. Well, she shows which you I the, love. Sorry, no, no, no. She's I, it's just it's such. That's one of the reasons I love that character so much yeah. too. Is that she is so balanced, and you do have that in you too. And it's like, oh, I can see yeah. I'm balanced. You she's know? got backbone. I am. Yeah. I was going to say she shows that you know vulnerability does not equal weakness. Exactly. Which yeah. I think yeah. Is a tremendous which, misconception. Yeah. You taking Absolutely. this shit to another level, man. <laughs> And yeah, I think, you know, and I think Claudia will agree with me on this one. I mean, you're talking about the late 70s with um, Alien. 
uh, where she was the one of the first women ever to be, you know, she wasn't doing any kind of fancy fighting. She wasn't a glorified sex object. It was her and her brain getting her through that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Claudia, who's yours? Um, well, are we going to say, are we, we only have time? We only have time for one more. So I'm putting them, I'm I'm putting them both up. Okay, go go for it. Go for it. Um, River Song and Starbuck. Oh, tell me why. I I totally see Starbuck. Talk to me about River Song. I'm curious about that. I don't know. I think that I see my playfulness in her. I think that the audience knows who River Song is, right? Of course. Dr. Fire. Anyone listening to this podcast? That, not, not River. No, that's that, that, Although I do see myself a little bit. No, don't fucking right. insult me. No, 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 no. I, um, hello, sweetie. I, I find my, I see my I playfulness in her. Um, I she is uh, confident, and then there are moments where she's not. You know, I, I just can totally see that. Claudia. Um, yeah. And I was thinking of like who I was trying to connect with someone, think of somebody in the science fiction world that I thought was funny and strong at the same time, but also not sometimes. And I was River Song just always stands out yeah. to me. Well, I can see is, River Song in you with the fact that she had so much information she could have told the doctor at so many like when when they when they finally got to that midsection where like oh everything's new I know things and you yeah. don't where it would be so easy to say. Oh my God, I love you. I have to tell you what's going to happen. And she's got this nobility about her, which you have too, about doing the right thing, but still having the best fucking time while you're doing it. And I I see that in you, absolutely. Mm. I love her. She's one of the best science fiction characters ever written. I love her. I would agree. Yeah. 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 So, and who was your yeah. second choice? What was that? Starbuck. 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 And I yeah. also can see that. That's an easy one. I can totally see Claudia. See all my flaws. And then, <laughs> and, 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 I can totally see. Oh, Dark Benedict. <laughs> I'm just like him. In the very first scene that we meet Starbuck in the most recent incarnation of Battlestar Galactica, where she's play, playing. Uh, I love that that, we've that, that statement assumes a future incarnation of it, <laughs> which I love, by the way. Where she's uh, with Colonel Ty. And she told me, what, doesn't she punch him or something like <laughs> yeah. that? They get in a fight. And I was like, yeah, that's a scrappy part of Claudia, too. I mean, but once again, you're talking about a noble person. Who's going to save the world? Who's going to save, save humanity? Yeah. Nice. So, so, <laughs> so think of who Claudia chose. I mean, River Song, Starbuck, and Tashiari. That totally, yep, they all go together. Absolutely. I love right. this, guys. I love this. So, Essences. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, so, you guys, we are running out of time, but I wanted to play a quick game okay. at the end. And oh, nobody, Jesus. this is all going to be off the top. Does it involve miniatures and dice? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, um. You yeah, have a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> miniatures and dice. <laughs> um, this is all going to be off the top of our head because we had no warning for this. I want each of us as quickly as we can to name a science fiction fantasy or comic character for the other person in the room. In other words, all th- like three of us will have to mm. pick a character for Brian and then Paul. Okay. Okay. We'll I love start- this game. We're starting with Brian and I'll start. Okay. You know, because I thought about this and I, I, I saw. So you've thought about this. Yeah. No, no, no. And to be fair, Brian was taking notes earlier. Uh, no, no, I don't, on that? <laughs> No, no, no. I thought of this because of what Brian did when he walked in this room about one hour ago, and he passed oh, a yeah. statue of Gandalf that's my, that's my to boy. Paul Feldman. And I will say, you're a Gandalf. Uh, mm. you're, you're a Gandalf. I yeah. have actually uh, been Gandalf that's, yeah, on, on stage. That. There's that. I've seen you play Gandalf. But yeah. 
No, there's the strength in Gandalf. There's the empathy in Gandalf. There is Aww. the innocence in Gandalf. Remember when Gandalf and, 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 and Saruman, when, when, when you know, they had their big staff fight, their wand fight, their magic fight? Yeah. You know, the shock in Gandalf's face because you have such a trust in humanity around you. But yeah, I'm going to say Gandalf for Brian. Wow. All right, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take I, I, I like it. Uh, does someone want to jump in next, or do I have to assign someone? I'll just, I don't know, maybe Professor X? Ooh. I, I will not argue with that. Like you maybe do a version? weird, the funnier version. Um, I like Professor X. He's one of my great heroes. See? I can time. see you running in school. Gandalf and, and Professor X are yeah. uh, two peas in a pod to me. Yeah. And they actually know each other in a weird kind of six degrees of seven. They really do. kind of way. Oh my god, they're like besties! They're totally besties! <laughs> Paul, do you have anything for uh, uh, Mr. Well, Bradley? Well, I'm, I'm going to double up on you with Patrick Stewart here. Um, oh no! Uh, our conversation in, in the living room before, notwithstanding, I'm going to say Gurney Halleck from Gurney Dune. Halleck from Dune. 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 Because Dune. you are uh, like Gurney, an experienced warrior who uh, is happy to share what he knows with others to help them in their fight. All right, I like these. Okay, I'm, I'm a little moved because yeah. those are all my, like some of my favorite characters. All right, we're going to go with um, Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Paul Feldman next. And Brian, you're going to start on that one. <clears throat> I'm going to start. I'm going to start with Louis Tully <laughs> from Thank Ghostbusters. You. Thank you. Rick Moranis' character. <laughs> oh. Ted He is oh my goodness, I love the key it. master. Yeah. And you are, I, I, when I thought of you, I'm like, who's the keeper of the lore? <laughs> who's the keeper of. You know, you are the keeper of of the lore. You are, you are, you are the, f- and plus it has all of the um, um, overtones of like Lovecraft that you. <laughs> I, I know Paul really well. He's a big fan of H.P. Lovecraft and of horror and um, of, of metal. We're throwing the, horns. They're giving yeah. devil horns. You can't to hear it. Um, yeah. And and I think I think you you would participate and could easily participate. In an ancient rite to bring back the ancient, the old gods, and I, I see that in you, and I love Lewis Tully. He's sweet, he's kind, he's nerdy, he's um, drawn into to um, events uh, larger than himself, <laughs> and and he comes through okay. And I, I feel like that's you. He's Aww. he's sweet, he's kind, he's loving, um, but he's a, totally a part. Of this an amazing adventure that Ghostbusters. Okay, is. so I'm you're gonna, Lewis Tully. Uh, Thank you. I'm gonna say, and, and and I trust me, Claudia. I had no preparation on this because I didn't know what I'd say for Paul, <laughs> and maybe because we were talking about Gandalf and everything. Um, I'm gonna say Bilbo, but not like later. Oh. I'm talking about Hobbit Bilbo. Oh, nice. Because you have a kindness that's incomparable. Oh. But you also have. I, oh, 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 don't oh, let oh, that dog oh, eat that oh, food. Don't eat that. God Scout. damn it, Scout. Scout was... just jumped up to grab our um our canapes. Yeah. I'm trying to say something nice to Paul, man. No, no. And also in regards to Bilbo, you know, there's this courage in the face of adversity that yep. I, I also oh. think you have. And this kindness I think you have. I think I, yeah, I, I say Bilbo for, for you. He um, could be contracted as a burglar. Yeah. Um, but you're also on a great adventure. But you're also very funny and you also 
have this kind of wit when you're talking to people and say you're talking to somebody or you're, you're a little surprised about, you'll still bring your wit into the conversation, oh which I think Bilbo does too. So that's my, my thing I'm for Paul. genuinely moved. Yes. Uh, Claudia. So I definitely don't know you as well as Audrey O'Brien, but I just keep seeing Agent Dale Cooper. Oh, whoa. Whoa, that's good. That. And I don't know why. I just feel so for those who don't know, Agent Dale Cooper Twin from Twin Peaks. I wow. love pine coffee, but uh, that's, that's, <laughs> I, that is See, awesome. she was right. Wow, she that's was super right. cool. No, Scouts yeah, I, I don't know what. Yeah. Maybe it's the kindness thing that's exuding. It, yep. it, it's... Um, I don't know. There's an there innocence is, about him. But there is a leadership quality. There is some, yeah, there is a confidence Paul, are there. you finding out stuff about yourself right now? This is... Uh, Receive it. This is dramatic. <laughs> I could have seen so much on therapy. I could have just come and done this. Just come to this. This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> okay, so uh, um, Claudia, we'll, we'll save her for last. Um, Thank uh, you, everybody. That was really sweet. Uh, <laughs> we'll go with me. Who wants to start with me? Well, me. Uh, Paul, oh, go Paul, for it, Paul. Paul go. Um, I'm going to say Mon Mothma. Oh, my goodness. I'll take Mon Mothma. Uh, is I'm saying it right, right? Please, yeah, ex- you please are. explain to the people. For those Philistines who don't know who Mon Mothma <laughs> is, she is the de facto head of the Rebel Alliance, I believe. Or yes. she's a big muckety muck. I don't know if she's the exact head, but uh, she's the person in Jedi who's doing the briefing, like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's made a grave yes. mistake, and then the big hologram. She's wearing the yes. beautiful white. Yeah. 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 And they bring she's her awesome. back in, yeah. in Force Awakens. Here is why. Geek I mean, authority. excuse me, not Force Awakens, excuse me, Rogue, 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 Rogue One. Yes. That's what people might know her from most recently. Yeah, it's, yeah. Geek Girl Authority is your Rebel Alliance. I feel like you have built this huge, tremendous thing, and you're, like, orchestrating it all, like, you know, flawlessly. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, I'm astounded at how much you've built in so short of a time, and, like, it's just really, really awesome to see. Oh, well, thank and, you. Um, bon Moth, I love it. I think, Claudia, I think that is, like, one of the characters I'd be able to cosplay really well. Totally. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it'd be a comfortable yeah. cosplay. Oh, yeah. Be a, oh. Like, it you wouldn't be, have to, like, oh, God. Easy like, peasy, yeah. lemon squeezy. That's like yeah. one visit to Talbot's in your mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talbot's. All right. Talbot's. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Claudia, who do you think? Uh, um, I'm going to pick Kaylee from Firefly. Oh. Really? I No, I yes, see what I she's love, saying. No. I'm with Claudia. No, no, I love Kaylee. She's one of my favorite characters, but it's. it's Why do you reject it? I don't reject it because. But you said no. I, was your I first reject step. it because she's so awesome. Oh. I'm doing that shit. What? Stop yeah. it. Yeah, that's, that's, Listen, that's my receive. own shit. Okay. Listen, receive. She's one of By the, the way, everybody, Claudia keeps I'm saying. I'm in a yoga immersion. She went. Always. She just got done. She's getting with a new a real, certification. A week, a week workshop. <laughs> it's, it's actually a year workshop. This is just the final week oh, of wow. it. Yeah. I'm listening and receiving. <laughs> we are misaligning her chakras as we sit here. Chakras. Chakras. Sorry, but whatever. Okay. Right, I, 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 didn't no, know, please. Bro. I, I didn't know that Seriously, either. bro. Chakras. Bro. <laughs> I have to bring um, to the stage now. Just uh, she is one of the strongest characters I think that I know, but she's also so funny and playful, and that's what I see in you, and that's why you're my oh, friend. Wow. And I know that you don't think of yourself probably as being that playful person, but I, you're funny, and that's why we're friends. And um, yeah, that's why I, I, as strong as she is, there is this lightness to her, and right. I see a lightness in you, and I don't know that you always feel that way, but there is. It is. Thank you. Thank you very much, husband. Well... I, I, I said I, I'm really I, kind of blown away by that, Claudia. Thank you. That I love Kaylee. I I think you are Arwen. Oh my goodness! I do. I thought it was Awen. No, you are Awen, but you already said that. But <laughs> but 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 I I think you are. I think you have Arwen in you, which is you know Arwen, not the movie Arwen, but the Arwen from 
from the books. You know, she is um, old, you know, as an elf and as a man who has spent some time in the Silmarillion, I will tell you, you know, she is, she is, she is ancient, but she is, she, she has a sacrifice for, for love that is so profound in the book. It's so huge for, for, for an elf in the Lord of the Rings um, world to do what she's done um, is, is huge. And I feel you are a person capable of a deep sacrifice. Thank you. This is this game. Guys, I thought that was going to be super funny. It's turned out to be like really life heavy. life changing <laughs> yeah. for all of us. And speaking of super heavy, guess who's the last person to go right now? Is is, is Claudia so Paul? Oscar Schindler. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's a lot, dude. That's no, a lot. He was a, a hero. Kid, kid. Little Schindler joke always bad. That's fantastic. I love yeah. it. Um, okay, so uh, likewise, I don't know you as well as uh, Brian and Audrey. However, and I'm going to get super niche with this, so I, 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 I risk losing some people, but hopefully... I'm going to go with the uh, Dragonlance books. Anybody read those? No. no. Okay. So, we're so all, take us there, baby. We're all new. But <laughs> take I us to Dragonlance. I know some of our listeners have. All right. So, so yeah. uh, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right. Claudia, I would put you as Kittyara, who is a dragon high lord. Ooh, and uh, like when we – and here's why. Oh, I just um, bumped into my microphone over that. Sorry. So um, – in Dragonlance, you know, basically the setup is there's a group of companions that gets back together and they go on an adventure to save the world. One of the companions has gone over to the bad guys, and that's Kitiara, the Dragon High Lord. But she's kind of a complex character, and you kind of find out there were reasons for her doing it. However, she, uh, just from what I know of you, you just sound like a very kind of take-no-shit kind of person. And um, <laughs> just from what I've heard, like, just how you, how you described yourself here or whatever, uh, like, just someone who's, like, you know, can handle themselves and is not going to take shit from someone, so... Just Google Kitty Ara. Kitty Ara. Like How that, do you spell it? I like that name. K I T I A R A. We hope that's it. What's I the name of the, the series? Uh, the Dragon Dragonlance. If you Google uh, Dragons of Winter Night, which is Volume Two of Chronicles, she's on the cover oh. of that. Awesome. Along Brian with Castlehoff, Burfoot, and I think Goldmoon. Uh, <laughs> I love those names, Brian. Uh, what's your 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 choice for Miss Dolph? Um, I think Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. Gamora. Gamora. Not the big turtle. Not the big turtle. <laughs> You're Gamera from Who God Fights God. Godzilla. <laughs> You're a turtle. You can fly even though you don't have any apparent means of flight. Oh, my God. Other than your electromagnetic powers. Time. Time. I have to keep us on no, time. Gamora, I think you, I think, you know, you. you it, it's a theme this evening. She's, she's, um, she's a little bit. On the outside, she's a little bit hard to please. She's a little bit um, hard to join um, uh, things. and um, But I think she has a code. And I think that she lives by that, and, and it's a high standard. And when people meet that code, I think she's very, very welcoming. Um, <laughs> most people are not do not meet that code. So from, from the outside, she seems kind of scary. So when you do meet that code. So when you do. As outside, when you do meet that code. Like, I, feel, I yeah. actually feel very blessed and honored to be your friend. Right. No, I'm serious because. She's I, a I, cat. She's a cat. When yeah. a cat chooses you, it's like. I've chose you. And I think 
I think Gamora has that quality. I, I and would she's say, badass. I and she, There's well, she's no doubt she's yeah. badass. Yeah. But but I think other than her martial abilities, yeah. I think she has this this. She doesn't. She's not a fast friend to people. Yeah. But when she is, she's a true Devoted. friend. So I'm. Yeah. Ga- I, I think this is like a fucking workshop. Sure what is, we're man. doing this for sure each other. Is, and this is you, we could be charging for this. I, I love say this. I just led a workshop today, and this is a lot of what we did. It, that's right. You yeah. told me about that. Oh, oh Paul's showing her a picture of uh, Ooh, Kidiera. That's a fun cosplay. Um, so, Claudia, I'm actually, I think I'm just cementing what these guys say. And I don't know if you know much about this character, but I'm going to say Chani from Dune. Whoa. She might not know the, do you I, like I, the Dune? So even, I have seen the Dune. But right. even if you I'm don't, even if you've seen the movie, you haven't read the. The books and so don't say it's from the movie because that's Sean Young and God bless her she's the worst part of the movie. But God bless her, I actually really dig Sean Young. Okay, yeah, Whatever. and she that's was yeah, but, but no, no, she's Chani, an awesome character. Yeah. Chani is you know I keep bringing up the thing when we're talking about you the noble and the confidence and also when seeing you know there's this path she goes in Dune with her uh, partner her lover Paul Atreides Muad'Dib where he has to do some shit. That sucks for a partner. It sucks that he's going to do that for, uh, and his loved one has to sit back and watch him do that. But she understands the greater good of the choices he's going to make. And so, and she supports him. And I actually, I, I think that of you, where you think of the greater good of the earth, you know, you've always been that kind of person. And, um, but, you know, you're thinking of the greater good, and it may look like you're getting stomped upon, but the problem, the, 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 not the problem, but the, but the thing is, is that everybody wishes they were you. Like when Chani's with Maudib, she's with Paul Atreides, you know, everybody wishes they were Chani, even though she's making the biggest sacrifice in yes. the world. And I, I like feel it. that way about you. Dang, awesome. people. So have we all discovered a little bit about Cigarettes? each other? Cigarettes. See, Let's all have some cigarettes. Cigarettes. To get Let's some do the cigarettes. cigarettes. Well, we'll do cigarettes. Some cigarettes for the, for the next <laughs> um, I wish we could. I, I wish we could wax philosophical for a little longer, but we are. Good really Lord, it seems like we've been here forever. Uh, a little I'm longer. Third um, I'm going to move this along. And Paul, can you tell us where we can find you on social media? Oh my God! You can see my horrifically under-updated Twitter at I'm um, at Winged Skull. But he has Twitter. the best name, Winged Skull. Oh, yeah, I, I need to dust off the Twitter and uh, go to my blog, uh, Feldman's Grotto on Geek Girl Authority. Oh, yes. he's got it's fun. It's so good. Look, just go to Geek Girl Authority, yeah. go to Feldman's uh, Grotto, and and just put in Sound of Music. Oh and yes, it's one of the yes, best yes, things. Yes, I've yes. Ever and one day, and I'm not life. kidding. One day soon, his film Metal Knights, which is. Blues Brothers, but with a metal band, will come yeah. to your theater, and oh. you will be grateful. Yeah. Brian, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Brian D. Bradley, I think. At Twitter? You're at right. Twitter. He always has to have me correct him. Um, Instagram, can, it's different. It is. It's Captain TBD. Captain TBD at Instagram. Yes. And I think that's it. And um, you can find me at Audrey Kearns, K-E-A-R-N-S, on Twitter, Audrey Kearns underscore on Instagram. I laugh because it's all different. Um, I just joined Snapchat. I don't know what that means yet. Snapping. That's what the teenagers do. I love snapping. I I love snapping. And and please, uh, um, for my sake and my co-founder, Claudia's sake, uh, visit geekgirlauthority.com. Check us out. Uh, We've got all your best in um, breaking news. 
essays. Oh, Scout's being crazy. Uh, Geek Girl, Geek Girl Auth on Twitter. Geek Girl Authority. Geek Girl Authority. authority. Next to the Port Authority. And of course, (laughs) at Booze and Phasers on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Claudia. At Claudia Dolph across the board. D-O-L-P-H. So you're lucky. You, You did it early. Um, and Claudia, true. talk about uh, really quickly our art and music. Oh yes, uh, thank you, Frank DeTrano, for our beautiful art, um, and thank you, Evan Schletter, amazing, amazing. Um, so great. Uh, the music if you is amazing. are listening to the podcast Spontaneation, whatever, sorry, Paul F. Tompkins. Paul, F. Um, Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, 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 Evan is a part of that. He's a part of um, Comedy Bang Bang. Um, yeah. Uh, all sorts of things. He's amazing. Best Brilliant. theremin player theremin this, this side ever. of the year. And we can't believe Whoa. that he did yeah, the music for so us. It's you, amazing. Uh, don't forget to check out check out Giant Size Team Up. Our, the net, Giant Size Team Up. The network. We can't say Giant Size Team Up with us doing that. Without us doing that. Giant Size Team Up. Giant, and I team, up. Giant like team Up. Karate chopping. Um, great network with some great nerdy podcasts on it. We'd like to thank our sound producer, Matt Sewell. And the name of Gozer. Gozer. So thank you, Paul. Thank you, Brian. That was fun. What a great episode. I think we're all going to go ruminate on this and have some cigarettes. 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 Thank you guys for joining us. Bye.